Hello, Spacers. This is Atlas, Berserker of the Acers. I need the audience to share our story to anyone you meet. One, it'll increase my standing for promotion. And two, it'll help our group share our story through the planetary system. We love to see our supporters and backup from everyone who watches. I'll hand you over to Nathan. Hey guys, thank you for watching and supporting through following, subscribing, Patreon, and even just watching listening to the show. I hope you enjoy this episode, and make sure to leave any thoughts or questions in the comments. Until next time, Spacers. Thank you. The following events took place somewhere in warp speed. Between this place and there, aboard the C2, all is dark, except for the glow of a neon red lava lamp. All is quiet, except for... Hmm, morning meditation complete. Check. Yes. I got breakfast done. Check. And... <gasps> oh, is that bloodstain? Atlas! Like I was saying, Atlas... What's wrong, McKenna? You, you look like you're about to explode. That's because I am about to explode. Atlas got blood all over my hero's journal. Okay, here we go again. We kill things, McKenna. It's what we do. What do you want me to do? Wrap our enemies' wounds after I cut them in half? Yes! Now hold up, hold up. Hero's journal? What in tar nation is that? Do you actually think you're a hero? <gasps> yes! Why wouldn't I? Because even if I didn't, this journal would certainly help me to become the hero of my own story. <sighs> this is Rich. Please explain. Fine. I will. The Hero's Journal is a beautiful way to practice gratitude and get things done. Look, as you can see in this easily made format, I was able to begin the day just right by following along in their gratitude section. Actually, today I was grateful for you, Atlas. Wow, what an easy way to format your day and increase productivity. Look, I've been writing my to-do list on my arm. Uh, visit that beautiful old lady at Sanctuary, find horse, learn to dance. I like how you can not only create a schedule and follow the ranking system for the day's most important ones, but the art really makes it like a comic book adventure. I know, isn't the art so cute and fun? Oh. Who cares about cute and fun? The world's made of pain, not cute and fun. Whoa, boy, now see here. Here's a section you might like. It's goal setting in the short term and the long term with reflections. Let me see that. Hmm, I hate to say it, but this might have tactical uses. Yes, yes, I need to. I need to fulfill my mission, get stronger, and find my sworn enemy. And the pictures are kinda cute and fun. I am spending too much time with them. Ah, uh, hey, um, Atlas, that is my journal. If you could, um, get it, um, okay, well, I guess I can buy a new one. Don't worry about it, McKenna. I'm already set in order for when we get out of hyperspace. It's the Heroes Journal at theheroesjournal.co. That's the one! Do you... do you think Alice will like me more now that he took mine? Yeah, McKenna. I think you made a real breakthrough. Not. But hey, look! They have an adventure-themed one and a magic school-themed one. Ooh! Sign me up! Especially for the magic one. <laughs> Here we go. Roll for initiative. 
Welcome to Starlight, <laughs> where we have emotional support chickens. <laughs> and boy, are we going to need them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to leave this in the middle of the table for anybody who needs it. <laughs> so, I am Isaac Yorks, your host and GM, and I'm surrounded by the best people that you could ever hope to have gathered around one table, starting with, let me introduce you to my friend Eris playing. Hello, I'm playing Artixis Albane. We have our resident redhead, Solus Sam Williams playing. An unconscious Clive Jensen. That's what the emotional support chicken's for. <laughs> we have, because he's too cool to be here, so far away in a galaxy in a different state, Nathan Koontz playing. I'm playing Alice. And we have my pregnant wife, Courtney Yorks, playing. We've not made that announcement. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. By the way. By the way. <laughs> by the way. Do you want to tell them the news? I think you just told them. <laughs> I'm pregnant. Um, 20 plus weeks along. Oh, um, and there will be a new... Um, I want to say murderer joining the party. It's a Dre's child. Murder oh, hobo, no. murder hobo baby. Oh, oh murder hobo um, baby. Cue applause. <laughs> Raising them no, right. Raising yes. them right. Maybe we'll try to instill a few good values, but if Ray has any say, then maybe not. Uh, but I play Ray, who currently has a rat in her mouth. If this is the episode you're jumping in at, you probably should go back if you. <laughs> That's not normal. Probably go back to the episode after the uh, the giant thing crashed into the thing where the big thing happened, since you aren't privy to that information yet, since you skipped so many episodes. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> since you've decided to stick around, or you're actually caught up, then let's get into this episode of Starlight. Neuralink, access memories. Accessing. Forced to confront the problems ailing the villagers, the spacers press onward and deeper into the depths of the Capoyarbe's lair. They confront two Hydra, head-on, taking heavy casualties, and for some, surviving just by the skin of their teeth. In the depths of the ancient crypt, the spacers realize the Capoyarbe is actually trapped or enslaved by ancient Ballisterian magic. A magic which is bound by a diadem upon the corpse of which the Capriarbe seems to be defending. Breaking the jewel, the spacers defeat the Capriarbe and free it from its endless servitude. Now, as the magic which holds the place together crumbles, they have only one task left. To escape. Memories. Retrieved. Why don't you start us off, Courtney? Help us bestow who we should vote for inspiration. I am open as well i don't think it's typically right to vote for yourself but i just thought my scene of tying <laughs> clive to me with a rat in my mouth or mouse um and pulling us down was pretty epic so i'm gonna vote for myself <laughs> uh i'm gonna vote for atlas um for that glorious headbutt <laughs> um that that very glorious headbutt, and also his uh, crushed aspirations of kaijudom. <laughs> it would have been nice. I um, would vote for Atlas for the headbutt, but I think I have to give it to Ray because 
as hard to, as hard as it is to imagine I could be in a worse situation, I think it would be a lot worse if she did not pull me down there. So, well, crap, I was gonna vote for Isaac, and uh, <laughs> 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 I'll put because, yeah, kind of the same thing as Corey said. I'm not uh, I, like, well, I'm not gonna vote for myself though, but um, I'll vote for <laughs> I'll vote for Ray because uh, she one didn't have any part in ruining my kaiju dream, um, but she you know, she pulled down uh, she pulled down Clive. And I, my vote was going to go for Rey as well for pulling off probably her most epic assassinate sneak attack move yet. That too, yeah. Oh, but what was that? 52 damage yeah, in 52. one hit, man. Heck yeah, it was. Rogues are bananas. All right. So we zoom in to the bottommost chamber where you've just defeated the Capra The gem is now dust. The Capra once elf, is now also dust. And it would seem that the Hydra has stopped attacking the ground. Clive is on his last leg with two fails towards death. The water, just as the Capoeira told you in his, its dying breath, it cannot hold it off for much longer. You can see it beginning to tremble the water. You can see more trickles beginning to fall down. Even now the column of water that you swam down that pillar is beginning to empty and it's getting faster and faster and faster times of the essence what do you do is the dia still there the amulet is still there i also will grab that real quick and run over to clive clive roll somebody else go next a life or death (laughs) saving (sighs) yeah you're good that is one positive just as you see Clive stabilize his breath kind of coming back in that's when the water drops <laughs> I am going to mentally command uh, Bartholomew to uh, try to get to Clive. I'm going to try to lash Clive oh, to Bartholomew. I need Bartholomew to go ahead and make a athletics check. It can do it with advantage. That is a 2 and a 19, so it's 24. Bartholomew comes down, grasps around. I got him. And swoops him up. Bartholomew, catch! And I throw the rat and ask him to like catch it in his mouth. It's a nat one. Bartholomew goes to catch it and it moves its head and it hits the head and gets swirled up into the water and is now floating elsewhere. On to you, Atlas. The bow just had ended, so he's still raging. So he has a bigger maw and out of the disgusting nastiness of trying to handle his comrades, while swimming up, he's going to just not swallow, but he's going to clamp down on the rat and start going up the, the water. Now, all of you minus Clive are making your way out of the place as fast as you can. You're moving somewhat as a pact, but Sam, mm-hmm. you're going to be my you're going to be my help here. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, pick yeah. one person. Um, you. Oh, God. Okay. Art Sixes, you are swimming up, trying to catch on to the back of Bartholomew's tail. As the pressure of the water begins to increase, the flow gets uh, stronger. It begins pushing you down. 
I need you to do a skill check to try and catch up to Bartholomew. I'm gonna do an athletics check to try to swim as fast as my tiny little legs will push. And that's a natural 20 minus two is 18. Clamp onto the back of it, kicking your 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 limbs burning. Bartholomew catches you and you suddenly find yourself jettisoning up. You guys all make it up into the next chamber. You see the Hydra starting to turn away, pulling back. One of the heads starts to turn back the direction towards you guys. Pick someone, not Artixis. Uh, Ray, you are the la- you are the one coming up right in its eyesight. What do you want to do to avoid being seen, or what do you want to do in general with this Hydra? I will try to hide behind Bartholomew. Twenty-three. The Hydra then turns, and it goes back out the hole from which it came out into probably the direction of the Kashin Strait. You guys find yourself at a crossroads. You could either go out the direction the Hydra went or you continue going the other direction that you guys came from. Do we know which one's shorter? We do know that the one that uh, we came from is completely caved in. Yeah, just follow the the Hydra. I would say we wait a second as the Hydra swims out so that we're not following like right on its tail. Um, (laughs) But yeah. I want you guys as a group to make a survival roll. Uh, that is a eight. And an eight. 25 for... That's a nine for Artixis and an, a 12 for Bartholomew. The top of the roof begins to crack. As you guys are waiting for the Hydra to completely clear out, it is in that precious moment of waiting that none of you notice this huge cornerstone breaking from the top and falling in as if the like energy that was built around this place itself is crumbling. This huge rock starts to fall. Atlas, you're the only one to notice it. And if you don't act, your comrades will be crushed. Skill challenge, Atlas. What do you do? Probably just athletics. Easy. Atlas will bum rush towards the rock and try to uh, catch it and stop it so the other party can at least notice it in time. So 17 plus 7, 24. You get there just in time as it was about to crush the other three and you hold it just inches above their heads. You slowly push it in. And that's when they all look and turn back and you point up. You can see the cracks spreading. It's now or never. Everybody who's rolled your skill, remember the skills that you've rolled? You can now no longer use those skills in the next round of skill challenges. You start to make your way out towards the hole. And then suddenly you are out. You are out of this, this chamber, this burial chamber and into what you think must be like the backside of part of the shield wall. It's open space and it's really hard to see. Artixis, this next challenge is for you. Artixis, you're the first one out. You break out. Not only are you fighting the current, but it's it's a strange, disorienting experience. And for almost like a whirlpool. And you get pulled out almost like a whirlpool. And you can't tell which way is up or down. You know that the others are keying off of you right now. Any skill that you can think of to orient the right direction. As per my uh, my magical tinkering abilities, um, mm-hmm. one of those abilities being that I can I can cause an object to emit light. I am going to pull just anything out of my pouch and have it start to glow, 
and see if I can follow any bubbles. Make a survival roll now with advantage. Dirty 20. I gesture to everyone direction of up. And you all start making your way up. Ray, you come out after him and suddenly you feel something snag. Part of your, your jacket gets stuck on the side of this hewn open area. And it's it's snagged to the point that you find yourself stuck. I'm gonna do an insight to try to figure out how to unsnag it. That's a 17. I go towards it and try to problem solve what's going on and address it. It's not a big deal. And suddenly you're free. Yeah. And lastly, we have Atlas. As the rest of you surface to the top, <laughs> Atlas, you come up kind of keeping rear duty, making sure that no one gets lost behind like the good team leader you are. As you surface, there is a huge wave that comes up. It sweeps you up into it and begins to throw you at the side of the cliff wall, the shield wall. And it is jagged on this side. It is broken rock. What do you want to do? I'll use endurance. 12 plus 2, 14. You finally see everyone. The day's going away, and you can see Artixis, and you can see Bartholomew. Bartholomew using his tail to now help Ray up out of the water. Uh, onto a rocky surface. You make your way over there and you make your way up onto the surface atlas and you can see where the shield, the hole in the shield wall was. You can see some of the, the city security of Osmaria there looking confused, but trying to help pull you guys in. Some of the Hydra are starting to make their way over there, but they kind of emit one thing of their flamethrower. And unlike before where they would emit the flamethrower and the Hydra would just seem to have like this knowingness where it was like, gonna still challenge it the fire itself scares the hydras away and you watch as they splash away and you are pulled to safety and immediately people are just in your face are you guys okay are you what they're kind of like giving you uh towels helping you guys dry off Artixis, what are you doing here hi and good to see you too <coughs> come on come on let's we'll get you to safety come on and you guys are rushed into the village before i'm being rushed anywhere i'm looking at atlas and holding <laughs> my hand out for the rat <laughs> Atlas will spit out the rat he'll uh, he'll like Bleh. and i'm yelling anyone anyone that needs cpr and like panicking uh. like you don't see Ray panic, but like this is real. Like, is there a vet? Is it? Can anyone help? We will get it to a vet. Uh, what? Why do you have a? Yeah, there's a vet in town. We can get. Come on, come on, get get away Thank from you. the wall. Following whoever can show me to a vet as soon as possible. And Alice will pick up Clive, so he's not like on the ground at all. Artixis is just having a nice float on the rice patties. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, the camera kind of fades to black as you guys are 
moved to a place that's more secure. And that's where we pick up. Those of you who are fine being patched up, kind of sitting around Clive in a bed. This Clive is there, really bandaged up. It, it is like a hospital room, but it's it's like a countryside hospital almost, where it's like, it doesn't quite have that white, sterile feeling to it, but it feels like the back room of someone's home. You know, there's like vases with flowers. The walls have this like terrible bird wallpaper to it. And, and it smells like mom's home cooking. Texas has been chain smoking. <laughs> Every, mm. We're just waiting for Clive to wake up. Yeah, Alice is kind of the same. He's just laying on one of the couches or beds just with one of his things and just kind of just chilling, waiting for Clive to wake his uh, lazy self up. Ray has zero concern about Clive. Yeah, this isn't the first time I've seen Clive drop, so he's just kind of patiently waiting. <laughs> the disrespect. Hey, honestly, Alice it's got dropped like too. So, I mean, oh no, you're you're conscious now. Oh, I'm conscious now. Yeah, okay. they're oh, just okay. they're just disrespecting you in front. <laughs> <laughs> Clive unable to speak because he's still being repaired. You can just tell that his eye, his facial expression, his eyes just like start to squint and they turn red a little bit, <laughs> glaring at all of us. <laughs> angry you look out the window and it's that perfect orangish pink as the sun is setting over this beautiful verdant forest now tauntaun didn't come out with you guys and you haven't seen him for about a day you know the village elder came spoke with you briefly but promised that she would return when you guys were able to get more of your bearings and so Maybe that's what you expect when you hear the on the door. Hey, lad, can I come in? Yeah. <coughs> uh, uh, is that you? Are you in the flesh? I, I'm, 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 wait. I creak open the door. I, is there actually flesh this time? <laughs> Literally in the flesh. Oh, wow, wonderful. Okay, good, cool. All right, please come in. Come in, come in, come in. Oh, my God. I just, I, I, I'm starting to freak out. I, you didn't come out after us, and I was wondering what happened, and I... I'm glad you're okay. Oh, well, I'm glad I'm okay too. And you see that he is carrying like a a fruit basket. And <laughs> he sets it down and he goes, uh, I'm told that this is what other people do. And he sets down the basket at the foot of the bed. <laughs> Thank you for bringing me back. All of you. <sighs> Uh, thank you for your uh, your help down there. I don't know if we would have gotten out uh, without you, honestly. Oh, I didn't do much. There's not much I would have been comfortable doing anyways. So, and he thoughtfully rubs under his nose and it's nice to have myself vindicated in my thoughts. You see where I'm from, we're taught that only, only our kind are blessed and touched by the gods. 
and so glad when I see that there are others like this. Well, that's good to know. That's good to know. It uh, helps you not feel so alone, huh? Ugh, bloody hell. It's... It helps me know that what my brother is doing and trying to start a genocide is the wrong thing. Okay, that was zero to 100 really quick. What? He smiles, kind of that knowing storyteller. It is. And, uh, well, I figured, you know my secret now. You know where I'm from. So, why not be honest? I am here because I do not agree with the the thoughts of my brother. He rules the eternal throne. And when I wouldn't go along with his his decision to cleanse the universe and to build the gears of war necessary to do so, well, it was either stay or leave. That was nearly half a century ago. Artixis, I think me and you have much to talk about. Uh, I would say so. I think um, think, uh, a little intellectual exchange is long overdue. I think so. I'd like to make an offer, lad. I think that your your connections to this place is valid, and I will respect it if you would like to stay as a member of Osmaria. But I have more places to visit, and some places that are in between things, in between here and there. You have a sharp mind. It needs grooming. But I think that... I think that you are wasted here. How would you like to travel with me? Artixis kind of stops and thinks for a second and takes another puff on his pipe and you know, I uh, uh, if you had asked me uh, a couple days ago uh, I probably would have taken you up on that in an instant. Um, I have a feeling even um I mean, who knows if the Hydras are going to stop attacking at this point, but I um, I don't think it'll be long before the townspeople find some other reason to run me out. Um, but uh, he looks over at the group. Um, I feel like I'm needed at a lot of places right now. Do you have room for more than one? He looks around at all of you. Where I'm going, I can only take one. Not including Bartholomew. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, we're kind of a package deal. <laughs> um, I was going to look over <laughs> look over to Artixis and say, at the same time, if you don't want to go with the Ancient, the Acers themselves have pretty good technology and equipment. Also may have information to help the storyteller and also you, Artixis, with your either discoveries or inventions. So... We, you can, we can definitely use your talents. I guess the real question here is, uh, what do you all t- intend to do next? Ray's in a corner, rocking back and forth, not looking at any of you, and no, there's no chance she's answering that question. I, as far as it is right now, I'll probably have to report back that the mission is complete. Uh, give them the update on the report. And then from there, I don't know. Are you just kind of going from uh, from mission to mission, or 
as of this incident, we went on this mission more just for, well, obviously the situation itself needed to be taken care of, but as far as with the higher-ups, I was just notified that it was almost just training, almost in a sense, for a mission. So I don't know what comes next. It might be a bigger one. It might be something more important, but at the same time, who knows what happens next. Texas uh, looks back to Tauntaun and then back to the group and then back to Tauntaun and... Tauntaun, what do you intend to do? Have you ever heard of a place called Arcadia, lad? Hey, Isaac, have I ever heard of a place called Arcadia? Roll a history check. You can do it with advantage, actually. It's a nine. Uh, no. That place I spoke of, between here and there. Uh. There's... Well, obviously, you've heard of the first dimension, second dimension, third dimension, all those things, yes? That was my next clarifying question. You say between here and there, you're meeting between realities, right? Yes. Pocket worlds. Pocket universes. Arcadia is a nexus. It is a nexus between all things. A civilization. There, time is and isn't. People are and aren't. There's more things than you can imagine that exist there. And not this silly thing that we call technomancy. Echoes of old magic. Magic still lives between those places. Just because it left our world. Well, lad, it's still there. And so is science and all of those things. But unfortunately, it's out of necessity that I must go back. You see, there's a great many things that I can do, my kind. We're infused with these powers from my own stones. Like I said, those are ripples, echoes, vibratory powers left over from the gods. Suffused into gems. I can do things, well, that you would call witchcraft. But when I said that uh, my home was a majocracy, it is. Everyone is more or less a slave to my brother. We are marked. And every time we use our powers, he knows. So when you saw me preserve myself, my brother knows that I'm here. And I do not want to bring his wrath to this planet. So I must leave. And the only place that is safe is between places. And so I will go there for a bit. Talk, share stories learn and see what i can scrounge up well uh i think uh any place between places um uh going there uh involves a certain amount of risk and um you know you're quite wise to the world but uh i, th I think you could probably use a uh an extra intellectual eye on what you're doing. There's a small smile that starts to appear on the edge of his lips. This Arcadia place sounds uh, sounds like there's a lot I can learn there. Hmm. Perhaps when we're on the way, I can tell you the story of Artixus the Brave. Oh. <laughs> Artixus kind of blushes a little bit. But of course, I... we have some time, and you do need to share those schematics on how to fix the wall before we go. Yes, uh, that's uh, yeah. I was I was actually, I was actually just talking talking to the wall guards on the way here about that. I've uh, 
Uh, thankfully, I uh, had those locked in a waterproof tube before we went down. Uh, that would have been disastrous. Oh, goodness. And to the rest of you, well, I hope that you lads and lasses would be able to keep my secret. I have kept those images, and I am excited to learn all about the Kaparabe and the ancient people of Balistar. He reaches into a pocket, pulls out this, like, stone disc that has these, like, strange ruins written on it. He then asks each of you to put your thumbs in the middle of it. There. Now it is imprinted. I do not recommend using this until you are near the Garden of the Gods. This is a magical device for my people. And it has my signature on it. So if you ever use it, my brother will think that it is me. And he will come after you. But should you ever wish to find your way to Arcadia and the things beyond your imaginations, use this. It is a map. But don't use it until you are at the Garden of the Gods. There you'll be close enough to slip in before my brother arrives. And he he hands it to Atlas. Thank you. I can't wait to tell your stories. Especially the one about Arsenu's tea shop. Right, Lass? I... Yeah, yeah. That was a good one. He pats Artixus on the side of the shoulder. How does two days sound? I I think I should be able to get my affairs in order. I need to. Um, I've got things to pack. I've, I've got uh, um, uh, scores to settle. I uh, I have a wall to build. Oh God, I've got a wall to build. Uh, yes, I yeah I I I I, I, I hold on. Um, probably won't get a whole lot of sleep, but yes, that sounds good. What else is new? Perfect. At the place I usually tell stories. And then he leaves the room. Oh, looks like you didn't take my deal. You know, it's 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 one thing to be employed by the, uh, um, no offense, but the intergalactic mafia. Um, it's a whole other thing to go to a different reality. No, I understand. Eventually, someone comes back and says that Calcifer has passed. Oh. And the person leaves rather afraid of you. I will storm out of the room. And if I can go find a place where, like, grass is really tall or, like, trees are starting to grow in the area, I just want to go and, like, slash everything down with my knife and, like, kill things. Where I go, you see, like, a path of, like, destruction. I'm not hurting anyone, but I, like, I'm just heartbroken. And then eventually, when it's nighttime and I haven't come back, and I assume you guys are curious where I am, so you follow this path of destruction, and you find Ray, and her eyes are, like, swollen shut because she's been crying, and she's curled up like you would see a heartbroken dog and just destroyed. This is, this is the moment. <laughs> I'll turn towards our Texas and say, do you think you could recreate her rep? You see a little uh, 
sparkle of mischief in Artixis's eye. I've got two days to build a wall and pack all my things and um, destroy any evidence of other things in my house. Uh, I could probably fit in building a rat in there. If you need payment, then I can pay you. This is mostly to make sure that my comrade or group isn't affected. As you can see, she's no, going to be very effective or useful in this state. Uh, no, honestly, I think I could probably use the same uh, program I used to link uh, Bartholomew to my neural link. Um, it's essentially creating an artificial consciousness that is tied directly into your own mind. Um, but uh, I could probably replicate it into just a smaller shell. Oh, I have a lot of ideas. Ray hears this, and you just hear this one for like... Can I can it have a gun attached to it? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I mean, why stop there? I mean, it could have a... Uh, oh, boy, it could have a knife for a tail. I could breathe fire. <laughs> that, um, that would be really, really cute. I would, I would like that. <laughs> Oh, I mean, why, why stop at a gun? I mean, it could have a, it could have laser eyes. Yes, laser eyes. <laughs> be really wonderful. It wouldn't replace Calcifer, but it, it would work. And then from there, that's where things kind of fade away. The next day comes, you guys are supplied with a ship, but of course there's the festival. A festival is held in the honor of the Kashin family, you three in particular, but none more so is celebrated than our Texas Albane. Yes. And for the first time, you walk the streets, you see people wave at you, happy, more than just the children of the stories, you hear whispers of people say, Hey, that's the Albanian's son. Look at him. Oh, looks like he done filled those shoes. Feasts are had. Confetti is thrown. Thankful prayers are given to the statuaries of the, of the spirits. And you guys are thanked profusely by the village elder and that's kind of where we fade, fade back in is as the village elder walks with all of you to the edge of a ship that's been fueled and brought in specially for you now you you know you're welcome to stay in osmaria as long as you want don't you yeah but uh, we never end up sticking around anywhere too long things tend to get a little messy so. We do appreciate all your hospitality, but I think we're going to get out of here as, as quickly as we can. Oh, well, uh, okay. And she looks at Atlas. Please let your bosses know that we've had the funds sent to you. And we are thankful that you are lending us extra hands to help get young Artixis's plans put in place to fill the hole. Ugh. I don't know what you did down there. But those hydras, they've been snapping at each other and leaving our rice paddy fields alone. You, you've, you've saved the future of this town, or at least stopped it from 
changing. Folks don't change easily. And for some, that's death. So, thank you. Thank you. And then someone comes up, and it looks like a journalist. And they, they ask if they can snap a shot of you three. Yeah, I guess. Before this photo's taken, I'm curious. Um, does Is a rat made at this point? I feel like, do you feel like like that's kind of a quick turnaround, right? Uh, yeah. I, so, so how I, um, how I kind of envisioned it was like Bartholomew's going to be with me forever. So I can always add things on and like, and fix mm. him. So I imagine that like, I took components from Bartholomew that have already been like configured for this manner, mm-hmm. um, to make a smaller Bartholomew in rat form. And uh, then I'm just uh, fixing up Bartholomew, like the full size Bartholomew as time goes on. I do have the rat at this point. Yeah, at the cost of like, I don't have Bartholomew for a little bit because I've got to replace and repair all the parts for him. But I mean, me and him, I had a long discussion about it and uh, we're on good terms. So if that's the case, in this photo, I'm holding the rat up in front of my face so that no one can see who I am but they see this robotic rat. And the person goes, oh, that's perfect, that's perfect. Uh, a little more of the face, no? Oh, okay, no, okay. And the elder says, now we're gonna commemorate this and we're going to make sure that this is made nice and big for all, everybody to know. And it's going to go right next to Artixis and his father. Now, the Albanes, everyone knows the Albanes. We can write that down below. But you, you three, what should, who are you? What should we call you? We're called Luma. 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 Yes. Okay. I will have that blown up. And any time you come back to our town, you will be treated with the highest honor. And she gives you like an elderly hug, the way that your grandma would. Her and her visitor guards kind of like walk away, it's kind of giving you guys space and time to say goodbye to Artixis, if you wish. Um, Artixis actually has uh, is holding something. Uh, uh, Clive. Um, First of all, I'm really sorry about the whole uh, shocking thing. Mm. And the, uh, you know, <laughs> and the, here I was just starting to forget about that. I, uh, well, okay, okay. Um, so, a couple things. Um, first of all, uh, careful. It's volatile. I hand you the bomb that I finished. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. So, you I guys guess. will probably need this more than I will. Uh, but also, uh, how do I use this thing? Uh, well, there's a detonator on there. Uh, you hit the detonator, uh, either drop it and run or throw it and run. But either way, running should be prioritized. That's this scenario. And it, it, it's not active right now? Uh, no, it's not active. Uh, if you prime the detonator, you press that button, uh, you hold it this, for five... This button right here. Yes, uh, if you this hold it... Right here, uh, should, you have to hold... You, press you, this button? Right? Uh, you, uh, if you press it, it won't do anything, but if you hold it for five okay. seconds, uh, it will prime the detonator, and then if you press the other red button, then it will activate it, and that's when the timer starts. Um, how long 
Uh, anywhere from five to twenty seconds. <laughs> it's kind. It was kind of jerry rigged. So um, you've got at least five seconds. So run. So I yeah yes that, that that's why running should be prioritized in this situation. Um, but uh, I mean, come on! I made it in an underground cave while we were fighting something. There was water everywhere. I literally made it out of rocks and alchemy supplies. What do you want from me? Um, but uh, he takes something off of his neck and hand. Uh, uh, yeah, hands to you too. Well, I feel bad. I didn't get you anything. <laughs> Just um, thank you all of you for um this rather wild adventure um i uh i don't think i would be uh going anywhere right now if not for for you guys um and uh if i ever find any way of uh getting in contact with you with you or if you have any way of sending a message and you ever need help i'm always uh i'll always do my best to to help you out however i can and um when you uh, when you look up at the stars at night, just know that I'm uh, keeping my eye on you. Well, I do appreciate that, and I think I speak for everyone here when I say that we couldn't, uh, we definitely would not have been able to complete our mission without you, and we we definitely appreciate you, and you know wherever the the stars end up taking you, I hope you find whatever it is you're looking for. And the same back to you. If you, if we ever cross paths and you'd ever need any more assistance from us, uh, you'll have it without, you know, a second thought. Um, Alice will pull out like a, just something equivalent to like a, a card in a sense. It's going to basically just have the message of more professional IOU. Um, and then Alice will have it signed mm -hmm. with that Alice Kashin with his like his mark and hand it over and say, if you do ever need us, we, we will owe you a favor or the Kashin will owe you a favor. I uh I appreciate that. I uh, I really do. Ray is totally missing the like this is a goodbye thing and she's asking about final details about how to take care of this mouse and anything she needs to be aware of and is really excited and kind of autistically fixated on on how to all the details of this mouse and is is totally not realizing that this is supposed to be one of those scenarios where people are are sad and uh yes okay so it is uh it is directly tied into your neural link uh so if anything happens to you uh the rat's probably not gonna survive okay um, so but don't die yeah don't die that's uh, always rule number one mm -hmm. is don't die i'm good um, oh good um so uh maintenance is actually generally pretty carefree um i uh you guys will probably have a lot more access to oil than i did um Honestly, it's not that big, so if you were to just get, like, a bucket full of oil and just kind of hold it by the tail and just kind of dunk it and let it squirm around for a bit, it'll probably lubricate all the joints and do that, like, once a month, it'll probably be fine. Okay, and you see Ray, like, taking very meticulous notes of everything, and you see, like, lubricate in all caps, and <laughs> <laughs> she's, 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 like, trying to figure out where she'll get oil and is very, like, very concerned about the care of this rat. She, she like, does all that, and then she walks from the ship and is gone. <laughs> okay. Um, safe travels, guys. It was, uh... Woof, I, uh... I gotta say, that was, uh... That was a hell of an adventure. Yeah, it was. Hey, Artixis! Artixis! And you uh, see, like, a group of kids 
off in the distance. Tell us again about what happened. I I turned to you guys and I'm like, I I, I I thought the attention was good was going to be nice, but I haven't talked to this many people in like 24 hours in my entire life. I'm gonna go. Um, uh, yeah, we may see you in Arcadia. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, if I have anybody, yeah, if I, 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 I gotta go, bye, bye, bye. And then as Ray's walking up, she realizes, oh, oh, I should have said thanks. And as you're walking away, you hear, thank you. There's two people flying the ship, and there's a third guard accompaniment, all Kashin, dressed light paramilitary fatigues. One of them walks over to Clive, kind of like nudges his boot, and hands you like a small package wrapped in this kind of like rustic brown paper, has some twine around it, hands it to you. Has a little bit of weight, but not too much. And he shrugs and says, some girl came by, drop it off for you. Hmm, thank you. Gonna inspect first thing that you gave him. And then the other thing that he just, just got. And the very first thing you see in there is this light pastry. It's like a biscuit. There's three of them, sweet. And there is a four sachets of hand-picked milk oolong infused with rose hips and a small note that says thank you for your patronage i do hope that you make good on your offer to come learn more about tea asuna (laughs) we have one person who loves the tea shop and one person who hates it (laughs) and the last thing you open the pouch and um a uh a glass eye rolls out into your palm what the heck is this? Knocks into it a little bit, see if anything will happen. Hmm. I don't know where this has been, but... Yeah, what the heck? Weirder shit has happened. I'm going to replace one of my synth eyes with the glass one to see if it does anything fancy. Congratulations, Clive. Um, you have Artixis's dad's... Uh, Artixis's dead father's glass eye inside of your head <laughs> now. Neat. That's actually pretty cool. <laughs> it was just dark on your left side of your vision. Huh. All right, and then I'm gonna switch him back, and then I'll I'll put 
put it in with a nice decorated container. And the same man, the half-elf, who gave Clive the gift, comes up to Atlas, sits down across from him, and pulls out a data pad, flips it around, puts it up in front of you. Second dawn, Commander Slauson looks at you. Dark skin, shaved head, hard but fair eyes, kind of like emitting up like a hologram. All right, Commander Atlas. How did they perform? Uh, they performed well. Uh, we had a little few hardships here and there, but that's from unforeseen circumstances. The mission went well. They've repaired the wall. The Hydra issue is now solved. Um, there's a few more details I'll give once we get there or arrive that kind of go for more of a... more questions than information. But no, the, both Five and Ray performed well. Ray showed me that she could... It definitely has the affinity to take down targets either silently or <laughs> loudly, depending on your circumstances, um, effectively. Five also, is, I've been with him for quite a while, still just as effective as before, maybe more. He's adapting to the situations a lot easier and seems to be very good at tracking and his perception is very good. What about you? It's your first time commanding a squad. Your first test run. How did you perform? Uh, I don't have much to say about myself. I believe that I got lucky with the individuals that I have to where I don't really have to micro everything that they do. Um, they're not just normal base soldiers or grunts. I believe there's a few things I can change or improve on, but as of right now, it seems like they all orders majority of the time. And if not, it's usually something of an improvement or something that comes with some insight that I may or may not have. Good. Decentralized leadership. I like that. And a leader shouldn't talk about himself. Team first. Like I said when you first got here, you have what it takes. I'll see you back when you arrive, but go ahead and upload your report. Make sure that that gets over and is processed. They still have one more test, if they still want to join our Acer family. Roger that. Tomorrow at 1500, bring them to Aminoy Tower at the Swanis Silhouette. Their last test will be done in that tea room. I'll see you then. Over and out. And as you guys take off and are gone through the clouds, that is where we will call the game. So thank you for joining us in this episode of Starlight and being with us as we made new friends and had whole new boxes opened up. <laughs> Can't wait to see where it goes. <laughs> see you later, Spacers. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> Do you want to unplug Nathan's thing? I, you know, you know, I was, Artixis was, was totally ready to, uh, there we go.
Artixis was totally ready to hop in with you guys, and then he was offered a chance to go to some extra-dimensional yeah, space that's where there's lots of actual magic and real knowledge to be acquired. That's kind of hard to beat. That's... That is pretty hard to beat. Yeah. That is very hard to beat. Okay, I'll see you guys zombie five. Thank see, you. See, that's that was really fun. Oh, dude, that was so awesome. Ah, oh, that was super fun. That was uh, great. See, the 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 downside to Artixis not being there is I no longer have any leverage to be like, hey, Isaac, let me join the game. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Starlight. If you enjoyed this please like, share, subscribe. For early releases, exclusive RPG content, and other bonus material, check us out on Patreon at patreon.com starlightadventures. And to reach us for questions to be aired, email us at thestarlightadventures at gmail.com. See you next Tuesday, spacers.